Danny Smith, your Bible teacher for DK Ministries, and this is Thursday's Discussion. Now, Thursday's Discussions are a little different. We don't break open the Bible and break down verses and passages, and a lot of times we don't do that anyway. But Thursday's Discussions are based on questions we've been asked, questions that have come up, uh, things that people have said, and, and well, we try to answer or find a solution to them or discuss them biblically, and oh, and today we're... <laughs> we're well let's phrase it this way today we're trying to answer the question what in the world has gone wrong with our country what in the world has gone wrong with our country well a lot of people are asking that obviously there's a lot of of unrest socially politically and otherwise and well it's just some crazy things happening that well are uh, symptoms of what's going on in our country let me give you an example well in fact let me give you a couple examples yesterday in the olympics uh after protesting the anthem for the United States and everything. The the United States uh, women's soccer team went out and lost 3-0. And, uh, well, you know, a lot of people have been talking about it. But the problem is those who have been protesting the anthem on that team have been made heroes and been bragged about, talked about. And some of them have gotten big deals. And, well, maybe that's the problem. Part of the problem, symptomatical problem in our country. We keep making heroes out of those who are tearing apart our nation. Another thing I've noticed, and this is something I've noticed really today, uh, there has been a movie that's coming out, or I think it's about to come out. I don't think it's come out yet, uh, based on uh, really a ride in an amusement park, uh, and, it's, and, a, and especially the refurbishing of the ride in the amusement park. From what I understand, the company owns the amusement park, so put the movie out. But anyway, uh, they've been advertising the movie for two or three weeks. Uh, where I listen to the radio, you can't get away from the advertisement. But I've noticed that they have changed some of the wording in the advertisement. Now, in in the commercial that we were hearing, or I was hearing on this particular station, um, there's a actor who says, you know, we'll take you to this place, and it's this much alive and this much dead. And uh, and the the other actor asks, well, why? You have to pay more because it was more if it's dead. And he said, well, if you're dead, I have to carry you. That's much harder. And then he said, lady. Well, today I've noticed and I've heard the commercial at least, <laughs> it seems like a hundred times, but I know it wasn't. Uh, a number of times, though, a good bit. And I started listening. They've taken that word out. Now, you say, why don't you notice that? Because I begin to wonder last week as I heard that commercial so many times and that word lady, I thought, oh, gosh, that's going to cause trouble. Uh, you know, the people, the gender neutral, gender, uh, be careful, all that kind of folks, they're going to not like it. Now you say, Brother Danny, you know, they, no, I don't. I, I just noticed that they've changed the commercial. Maybe it's part of the plan always. Maybe it's part of the ad buy, but you can't, you can't tell me with all that's going on in our country and nation that that was deliberate. And that's just two things. I, I look at our, uh, our election processes. What's going on with our country? Apparently, there's a lot of people in our country who vote for people who hate our country, uh, and they, you know, they talk about their uh, want to do this and want to become socialist or communist and all these other things. And you and you mock them and you you laugh at them and you say, are they crazy? Well, maybe they are, but they're getting elected. Uh, there are since 9/11 many many people who have voted for people that have supported the attacks on this country. And well, once again, what's going wrong? We well. Look at what we're doing. All this, by the way, uh, is just a reminder of, well, we have a problem. <laughs> I don't I don't remember the astronaut's name, but when they were space seven years ago, it was Houston, we have a problem. America, we have a problem. 
well, Houston had a problem and they knew it and they were able to fix it and, and they did a great job and brought those astronauts home. It's not so easy identifying the problem when you talk about a nation, especially a nation like America. We are a country built on freedoms and rights and we are a country built on, on beliefs and thoughts and uh, all these things that really, well, well, except except speech, if you if you now have an opinion that goes against the grain with the woke culture, uh, you're, you're losing your ability or losing your freedom to speak. Say, oh, Brother Danny, well, look at the news. Look what's happened. I was I saw a headline last night. I can't pronounce her name. I think she's a model. Uh, she was well known and apparently uh, well liked. Uh, you'd see her a lot. I, I really don't know much about, about her work. I don't know she's ever been an actress. I, I just think she's a model. She married a guy. I think he's a singer. Don't know much about his music either. She's not old time rock and roll and Christian music. I don't know it too much. But she made some comments and bullied some people, apparently and supposedly. And uh, I look, I haven't done the investigation work. You'd have to do all that. But uh, basically, the headline I'm going to be, uh, what is it, forever? I'm going to be, <laughs> well, she's never going to come back. That was the point of the headline because of what happened in the past. Now, the, the trouble with our nation is, and, and just listen to me and don't get mad at me, I'm just telling you the truth. We're never going to fix today by blaming yesterday or tearing apart what happened yesterday. You will never fix today's problems by going back in history and rearranging history. Years ago, I worked at a, I did construction work for a while. Yes, yes, I know. Most of you just think all I ever did was preacher work because I'm lazy. No, I actually did construction work, but I wasn't lazy. <laughs> and I was working a what they call a turnaround. Now, a lot of our guys that I know, a lot of the guys who listen to these podcasts, they know about construction work. They know about turnarounds. And we were working in a certain plant uh, on a maintenance turnaround. Now, maintenance turnaround is different than, a, uh, different than a lot of jobs because the plant's still running while you're working on it. And uh, the unit, as much as they can, still running on it. Well, they turned this unit on, and uh, something had been done wrong by somebody, not us, but by somebody, and we had to go in and fix the problem. Now, fixing the problem required us to put on all these, uh, all the safety gear of the day, okay? I mean, it's been a long time ago, uh, but Noah had come over on the ark and that kind of stuff. <laughs> we did have some safety gear. <clears throat> so we had to put all that on. And what happened was the people who had originally uh, put the thing together, let's put it that way, try to make it real simple, put it together wrong, and it would never, ever stop leaking. Now, we didn't fix that by complaining about the people. We didn't fix that by going finding the people and, and, and canceling them. That's what I should have said about that a bottle a while ago. She'd been canceled. Uh, we didn't. We fixed the problem by that night, at that day, at that time, going to work and fixing the problem. And, and what we want to do today, apparently, is just blame the past. We, you know, we want to take down statues or, or cancel people as they had with this model. And there have been, you know, the list of people have been canceled as longer than I can, well, as longer than I can name, and longer I care to name. And many of them, I have to admit. Uh, and it's beginning to come, and you can see it coming, with people that I disagreed with uh, in their philosophies or political views or whatever it is. But cancel cultures come after them, and, and there's nothing, you know, nothing for them to do now. They got nowhere to run. They got no place to hide. They got no place to stand because they they stood on counseling people like you and I uh, who, you know, want to, you know, have our freedom, express our opinions, and, and, and be entitled to vote who we vote, want to vote for. But 
now this one, and, and there are others, have nowhere to stand because, well, when they were canceling others, they were in favor of it, and now that they've been canceled, no one stands with them. Well, that just reminds me of some things. Uh, you say, well, what the heck's going on with our country? Uh, well, at our bases, at our foundation, we've attacked it, we've beat it, we've crushed it, we've done all kinds of things, and I get spent all morning giving you adjectives to describe what we've done, but that also doesn't fix the problem. So let me, just real quickly, because I know we don't have a lot of time here, and some of you may not even agree or might even care to continue to listen. I hope that you'll keep listening, but let me speak about some things. Number one, we need to realize it is righteousness that exalts a nation. That's what the Bible says. And by the way, when you ask a preacher uh, or, or get a preacher to answer the question, what in the world's going wrong with our nation? You're going to get it from a biblical perspective. I don't, I'm not embarrassed by that. I don't shy away from that. And well, quite frankly, that's why I'm making this podcast. We've got to get back where, where, where we understand that it's righteous as exhausted. They shell, Brother Danny, we're a, we're a country of so many million people. You're not going to get them all to be Christian. Well, that may be true. I'm not going to argue with that. But it sure wouldn't hurt if we had a good revival and turned much of this country around. But what I'm talking about here is we just need to understand that what is right is right. It hadn't changed. Uh, the Christian faith is based on things that are right, morally right, spiritually right. And in our country today, part of the thing is we've thrown away that idea that there's right and there's wrong. Now, that doesn't mean that there weren't abuses in the past or there weren't people who said one thing and did another. There will always be human nature will always be that way. But we've got to get back and understand there's some things that we should not compromise, some things we should not give up. There's some things we should not shy away from and we shouldn't change. And yet we see that our country today is doing just the opposite. Let me give you an example. I know that uh, the abortion uh, uh, the abortion topic is uh, well, it's a hot topic for a lot of people. A lot of people have opinions on it. You know, a lot of a lot of people, my body, this kind of stuff. Well, even if you believe that, and I don't, by the way, I, I believe I believe those babies have life, and I don't think they should have their life taken away. And I don't think you can I don't think you can argue that if you look at the evidence and now. You know, with all these, uh, all the ability we have to see babies in the womb, it gets harder and harder to say that's not a life. But even if you buy into that argument, how in the world has that become, well, we need to take tax dollars of Americans who don't believe in abortion, who don't agree with that philosophy, and fund abortions all over the world. And that's one of the things that's being done today. Not only has has the um, the abortion circle circle around the individual ladies who say, well, this is my body and it's my right, and I'm not here to argue with them and I'm here to have a fight with them today. So don't don't pass along that podcast to them thinking they're going to call me and start a fight. They're not. I just, I believe that life begins at conception. However, I understand that I live in a country that has allowed the, that belief to be, well, to be pushed aside. And that's a mistake. Remember, righteousness and God's nation, the Bible says that. But we've taken that and we've expanded it now to we need to we need to fund abortions everywhere. We need to we need to use American tax dollars everywhere to to kill babies. Now, if you think our nation is going to be made whole, if you think our nation is going to be better when we're when we've got politicians screaming that we should, you know, fund abortions, you got another thing coming. Oh, by the way, for those who are saying, well, you know, the sins of the past we need to deal with. Well, let me tell you something. While we were still sinners, Christ Jesus loved us. Christ loved that generation. They made their mistakes. They had sins in their life to argue that. 
but it is Christ that needs to deal with them, and I'm sure that he did in their time if they're no longer here. But we must deal with ourselves, and we must fix this without bashing, throwing you know, rubble over the past. The past is the past, and you can't change it. Oh, you can ignore it, or you can do what they're doing, taking down the monuments to it and all this other stuff, but you're not changing it. But what you can do is start with today and fix the problems, fix the issues. And you don't do it like many manufacturers have done, and like many athletes. Many athletes with ties to a communist country where people are paid almost nothing to work all day rail against countries in America, uh, businesses in America, and people in America for different political issues. And then, yeah, there they are being supported by communist countries, making mega bucks. And yet the people who, who produce the stuff that they support, well, they're not even paid a living wage. Well, righteousness exalts a nation. Remember that. Remember that. And right now, those things, well, they're not, that's not very righteous. And so we've got to get back when we come back and understand there are things that are right, things that are wrong. You say, well, you know, in our world today, uh, we have decided that people have a right to decide what gender uh, they could be, uh, that people don't have to be male, they don't have to be female, that, you know, we can change that. No, you can't. Oh, I know that we're, you know, I know there people are having operations and things are being done. We're calling those who want or wants a male, uh, a female. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I guess the uh, operation goes in reverse as well, I guess. I, you don't hear much about that. Uh, but I guess there are those who were once female that now we're calling male and all that other stuff. Well, because we can do it and because we have done it doesn't make it right. Righteousness is a nation. And now we have people who are so confused about what they're doing. And now... There are people who are saying that parents should not even have a say-so in whether or not a child has a operation to change their gender. Really? Righteousness exalts a nation, and that doesn't sound very righteous to me. Nor does it sound like honoring parents. Nor does it sound like what we should do uh, in, for the health of our nation. Now, there are a lot of studies coming out about people who've had these operations and the difficulties they've had since then. I, I'm not going to rail against those things. That's just not enough time. This podcast is already 14 minutes old. and Well, I'm just getting started. Don't worry. Don't panic. We're going to try to quit a day, 18-minute marker there, pal. So we've got to get back now and remember that we can't solve the ills of, the, the ills of today by attacking the problems of yesterday. Uh, while we were still sinners, Christ, uh, Jesus died for us. The Bible says that. Those people... If the things that they did were said, and, and, and I'll admit, a lot of those things from the past, they weren't right, okay? They just weren't right. They weren't They weren't good. But we are not going to fix it by attacking them. We're going to fix it by helping those today. You say, well, you know, our country's trying to let people in and make things better. No, they're not. That's not the, the legal immigrant debate. It's not about helping people. If it were, these politicians would be bringing many of these people to their houses and their homes and their yards and, and, and feeding them. That's not what it's about. It's a political move, and we don't have time to explore that. If we really cared about people who are, who are abused, misused, disadvantaged in their countries, we would help their countries. Or we would sit up where we could help their countries or help them in their countries. We don't do that. We bring them over here, not so that we can help them. Go, listen to the news. See where they're just being dropped off and all these other things. I have time to, you know, to explore all those things. But ask yourself this. If we really wanted to solve this problem, help these people, help their countries, help this world, 
we just have these people come through. Now, I know you can say, Brother Tito, they're not just coming through. Somebody's funding all that. Yeah, you're making my point for me. Really? They're bringing these people through these areas, through these other nations, bringing them out border, and suddenly the support forms over, dumping them here, and that's the word, really. Because they hate this country as it is founded, and they want to abuse it, beat it up, change it, whatever. They want to do that by using these people as pawns. By the way, you will never improve a country by using the people of the world as pawns in a chess game. It won't happen. And and a lot of people can't get that. I know a lot of people are arguing about this this stuff and, and going on about it. But righteousness exalts a nation, and we're not being exalted when we bring people in, dump them off, and then you go, well, you know, it's horrible in their country. Okay, well, let's, let's do something with their country. Let's do something in their nation. Let's improve that. And now, in this time of pandemic, and yes, apparently it's still really a time of pandemic, we're bringing all these people in who have the COVID, <laughs> as people say, and we're giving the COVID uh, to our border agents. We're giving it to people that come in contact. We're spreading it. And although we don't like, you know, super spreader events, quote unquote, uh, if you are, you know, if you're of one political party and the other political party decides to have an event, oh, that's terrible, that's horrible, and yet we keep bringing people in. There's no consistency, okay? How do, you know, what the heck's going on with our country? Well, we've become selfish. We've become short-sighted. Uh, we've become politically, uh, you know, driven or agenda-driven. But we need to stop back and go back. You know what? We need to come back to where God wants us to be. You know, you say, well, it sounds to me like you're you're moving towards Second Chronicles chapter seven, verse fourteen. You know, if my people call by my name, you know, humble themselves while I pray and seek my face, and then I will, you know, hear hear their prayer and heal their land. Well, there that's involved, but I'm talking about the whole country and, and what I'm talking about is just coming back to some moral fiber, moral belief, moral stances and, and a place to, to understand. Do I want revival in country? You know I do. Do I believe revival in this nation would help? You know it would. But I also understand that we have to improve the whole country, not just portions of it. So what do we do? How do we fix our country? Number one, let's start electing people who believe something. And, and we know what they believe, and what, and what they really believe it is helping and improving, not, not tearing down. One of the crazy things about evolution and yes, I am. I, am, I do not believe in evolution as is taught in many places. One of the crazy things about evolution or some of the evolution theories is that there was a big bang and from that explosion, life came. We say, well, that's crazy because you don't see explosions bring life. You don't see explosions uh, calm things. It brings chaos. We have right now in our country and in the world, a lot of places, an explosion of things. Uh, whether it be immigration, whether it be political agendas, whether it be philosophical differences, whatever. And it's not bringing peace, it is bringing chaos. And we've got to come back and come back to uh, some basic things. Now, for the Christian, for the believer, you and I, who are probably listening to this podcast, we've got to get back and follow the Lord. We've got to get back and do things God has called us to do for our country. We've got to get back and, and, figure, and remind ourselves there are rights, things that are right, and there are things that are wrong. There are things we should do and shouldn't do, are things we uh, that we believe in, and things that we do not agree with, and we have to stand for those we believe with, those we believe in, and we have to stand against those things that we do not believe in. You say, well, tell us those kind of things. Listen, they're too numerous to name. You've got an idea, but let me let me tell you how to fix this problem. Number one, 
yes, let's have real revival. Let's get saved. Let's, uh, you know, let's get let's start living the life. Okay, that's number one. That would that would solve things incredibly fast if we just had really a worldwide revival where the vast majority of people were committed to Christ and living that way. However, if we're not going to have that, unless number two, let's come back to those things that are right, to those things that are solid. Let's stop falling for political agendas and, and personal philosophies and all those other things. Let's just come back and say, these are the things that are solid. Brother Danny, give us, the, give us those things. Well, I can look, once again, we have known those things. We understand those things. And they're not what they say they are today. The woke culture has hidden the things that are right and perverted the things that are good. And we've got to come back and we're going to have to reject that. Yes, we're going to have to cancel council culture and come back and say, no, we don't agree with you. We're not going to agree with you. And we're not going to reward you for the things that you do. We're not going to, we're not going to cancel people just because we don't like something they said 13 years ago or 14 years ago. Or the fact that they made a mistake last month. We're going we're gonna to be redemptive in our actions, forgiving in our behavior, and we're going to come back and become the nation God wants us to be. Well, this has been DK Ministries proclaiming the word podcast. He said, Brother Danny, I don't think you solved anything today. Never thought I would. I was just trying to answer the question. Our questions are being asked about our country. I was trying to point out, really, our problems are pretty simple. We're putting people in the Olympics, for example, that hate the country. Explain that to me. We're taking taxpayer money, and it is a lot of taxpayer money, corporation money, and I know there's a lot of arguments with there. And we're putting people in there that hate our country, and, and yet they're there to represent our country. Look, if that's if that's not crazy, then <laughs> I don't know what is. We're you know we're having people protest our country because they want to become the kind of countries that right now are having people flee their borders to cross our border. Well, that's just crazy. And then we show our our real political behavior, a real political motive for doing some of the things we do by when they protest in Cuba, not letting them in. To say they can't come. No, no, no. Those aren't the immigrants we want because they want freedom, because they won't they won't escape communism. So here's the deal. Here's how we fix our country. Okay, first Yes, we pray for and hopefully get real lasting revival, life-changing, nation-changing revival, righteousness, exaltation. Secondly, we understand what we are, and that's what we operate. That's the way we go. That's the way we move. We are a country with, you know, that is that is built on rights and built on freedom. Uh, built, you know, we, we we do those things, and we come back to that. We come back and say, okay, we got to become the people that God wants us to be. We got to come uh, become the people that we ought to be. We step up. And make sure that we do the right things. And then finally, we stop holding people's past against them. Now, I don't know a person, I don't know a person that if you dig hard, you know, long enough and deep enough, you're not going to find something that you go, oh, there they are. Well, if we start canceling everybody because they had a past, because they made a mistake when they were a teenager or whatever, then we're never going to have another leader. We're never going to have another individual that stands up qualify to lead this nation because there's always going to be something everybody's going to have made a mistake and we won't be measuring people who they are at the time we're voting for them but we'll be voting against them because of who they were at a time when we never even heard of them okay listen this has been and i know gosh i could go on about this forever 
but this has been DK Ministries proclaiming the word podcast. This is Thursday's discussion. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope there was something here beneficial for you. Let me hear from you. You contact us at uh, ideasreachman at gmail.com, all our case. Or you look us up on the Facebook, as my friend says, and let us know. Now, if you're going to complain because of what you really didn't preach today, not what it's about today. Today's Thursday's discussions. And so you're just proving the point. You didn't listen. Today is the day where we simply discuss questions and comments and things going on. Not a day where we always have the answer, but it's a day we try to offer some insight. And that's our insight for today. And that's what I'm here to do. God bless you. We love you. Pray for you. Listen, look us up on the Facebook. I see the videos and different things we have there. There are a lot of videos. For those last night who are used to uh, watching our, our video at South Pacoma Baptist Church on Wednesday nights, where uh, we currently serve as interim pastor, at least through uh, August, as we'll be leaving in August. Uh, it is not there. We took it off uh, because... Somebody forgot to turn the microphone on, and I would complain about him, but him is me, and so <laughs> that's the way that goes. So we had a great picture, but no sound. Now, a lot of people say I do a better job with no sound, but it doesn't seem to play well on Facebook. So anyway, last night's video is not there, uh, but we'll try to do better. Sunday, God bless you. We love you. Praying for you. DSPreacherMan, gmail.com, all lowercase, DK Ministries, proclaiming the word podcast. We will see you next time. This has been Thursday's Discussion. is July the 26th. It is Monday morning, and this is Danny Smith, your Bible teacher for DK Ministries. I hope that you'll get out your copy of God's Word, if it's any way possible, this morning, and turn to the Old Testament book of Hosea, Hosea chapter 10. We're going to look at two verses, 12 and 13, and we're going to start thinking about why we don't have revival or why we need revival. And as you're doing that, I just want to ask you, just how was your day yesterday? I mean, yesterday was Sunday. I hope you were in the Lord's house with God's people worshiping our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and, and really experiencing uh, the power, the peace, the presence, and the, oh, the joy of being in God's house with God's people. I just put it that way. I just get excited uh, about going to church. I love to go to church. I love to uh, be in God's house. We had a great day yesterday. Uh, we were very blessed yesterday morning. South Macomb Baptist Church, where I've been interim now for 17 months, about to end that up. As many of you know, uh, we'll be there through the end of August. Our expiration dates come up, and, and it's time for them to you know, move on and do what God wants them to do. But they were gracious enough and kind enough yesterday uh, to allow me to leave the ordination service for a new deacon that they had voted on. And, man, I don't know how many interim pastors get that honor, but that was quite an honor, and I enjoyed that. And I'll just say this. Uh, praying for Brandon, the new deacon there, and, and his family, and all the deacons there at South Pacoma Baptist Church, and all the church leaders there as they as they continue to move on and find God's man uh, for their church. We're excited about that, and, and it was just such a thrill to be there. And then last night, I got the opportunity to go to Eden Baptist Church. Uh, actually, the church that we have a membership in now, although we haven't really gotten to 10 much, and baptize... Uh, <laughs> My cousin uh, and my cousin's daughter. <laughs> well, we say, why are you laughing? Well, because I say she's my third cousin. 
uh, other people say, no, she's your second cousin, what's removed or so. I don't get all that, okay? Uh, <laughs> her mother was my first cousin. No, her grandmother was my first cousin. I, I, the way I got it, her mother's my second cousin. She's my third cousin. They're all family to me. I know, uh, this little girl, she's so sweet and beautiful. Her and her sister both, and I've had the opportunity and the pleasure to baptize. What an awesome thing. I, I want to thank Brother Dave, the pastor of Eden Baptist Church, for allowing me to come to do that. And by the way, boy, what a great service. Uh, we had there, they baptized four, including uh, including that beautiful little girl that I baptized. And it was such a joy to be back and to see her family and uh, and uh, to realize I'm beginning to learn some of the people in, in Tyler Town and in Eden and uh, begin to learn some names. And they're beginning to learn our name. And we're thankful for that. Because uh, it looks like we're coming back. <laughs> I don't know. We're praying for God to uh, show us the next thing. But we've had a great 17 months in South Dakota Baptist Church. Love those people. I am telling you, those are salt of the earth kind of folks. And, and I am praying and look forward to what God's going to do there in the future. But we're going to end now as we end moving toward, in, in August, revival. Uh, we're going to have, uh, actually, we're going, we were supposed to start uh, August 1st, which is this Sunday. I was supposed to go August 1st and 8th, and, and we have moved that because you know what's going on in the world today and those concerns and everything happening. And because of that, we're moving that August 1st beginning day to August 8th, and we're going to do August 8th and 15th. And so this Sunday, I get to preach again, and I'm going to preach on why we need revival. And I just want to share that with you today, some reasons of why we need revival. So, Brother Danny, I'm not really sure we need revival. I go to church every Sunday morning, I, I read my Bible, I pray, I, I share my faith every chance I get, I, I give 10 cents on the dollar, and you can just keep listening to all kinds of things, but it's your heart warm to the things of God. You know, it's great that you do everything that we just named, I just named, just mentioned. In fact, it would be awesome, and I hope that you do, and I pray that you do, but the truth is, is your heart warm to the things of God, and if they're not, then you need revival. Uh, now, Hosea chapter... Uh, 12, uh, chapter 10, excuse me, uh, verses 12 through 13, read this way. I hope you've got your copy of God's Word. I've, I've shared for a moment and uh, given you time to do that. But if you didn't, in fact, if you could add some more time. So if you're not Hosea 10 yet, you're probably not going. So I'm just going to read it to you. The words of Hosea, sow for yourself righteousness, reap mercy, break up your fallow ground at hard stuff, for it is time to seek the Lord. Now, there's two things there. That just stands out. First off, we need to soften our hearts. That's the that's the fallow ground so often in our uh, in our position in our way. We've just got hard hearted about so many things, and then we need to seek the Lord uh, and keep doing that. Don't give up. Don't walk away till He comes and rains righteousness on you. You have uh, plowed wickedness. You have reaped iniquity. You have eaten the fruit of lies uh, because you trusted in your own way in the multitude of your mighty men. And you can take that, those words, Hosea, from so long ago, and you can take them and uh, and apply them today with no problem. So the question comes, why do we need revival, even though we're saved and on our way to heaven? Because really, uh, listen, let's be honest, I know this, and most people would admit it, that it is very hard today, in today's world, to get non-saved people to come to revival. That doesn't happen that often. And I know that. I realize that. A lot of times we're preaching to the choir. But the choir needs revival. He said, preaching to the choir. You know, the people that normally come, the people that you can count on. Uh, for example, let me give you an example. When I uh, first got into the ministry and had my first staff position, one of the things I did, I did not have the title youth 
pastor or, or youth director or anything like that, youth minister. I had the title associate pastor because, <laughs> well, I basically did anything the pastor didn't want to do, and that was the way that went. So there was in that first youth group, and I'll always remember those kids. They were great kids. Uh, and that first youth I had, there were kids, listen, if we cranked the van, and we did from the we did crank the van, they were there. Now, actually, I should say the bus because we had an old green <laughs> bus. We painted it the color. Uh, well, it was an Army color bus. I don't know where they got that paint from. But we took a weekend over Mr. Harold's house, I believe it was. Remember that years ago and painted that whole school bus Army green. And, buddy, <laughs> it was Army green. But if we cranked it, we had a few people. They were going to be there. We just knew they were going to be there. They were supported. They were committed. They were, look, they loved coming. And you may be that person in your church. You may be the person who opens the doors, turn off the lights, you know, turn on the air, turn off the air, first to come, last to leave, and all that stuff. But the chances are that if you're not, if you don't have a vibrant, personal, powerful relationship with God, you need revival. Something's happened. You've become, you know, you do things out of habit or you do things be, because you've always done them. Well, Revival is to touch and impact those lives and other ones too. We need revival. You look around in our world today and you say, well, what the world needs more than anything is Jesus. And it does. And yes, 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 it does. And I'm not here to argue theology for all these these people today who are on Facebook and got these different groups arguing theology. Here's what I tell you. I believe we preach the word. I believe we sow the seed. I believe we obey the Lord and let him do the rest. That's what I believe. Now, I'm not going to get who can, who can't, who will, who won't, all that kind of stuff. I believe there's nothing impossible with God. And that's all I'm going to say about it because I believe the Lord. Why do we need revival? Number one, we need revival because we refuse to walk the right walk. We have refused to walk the right walk. We're stubborn. (laughs) We are stubborn. I'm telling you right now. Uh, we may do the same thing over and over again, make the same mistake, uh, go off with the same ones, get into the same activity, whatever. We just simply refuse uh, the right walk. Uh, Jesus here, here's the way, here's the path, walk in it, and we don't do it for whatever reason. Now, maybe you've got an excuse. Maybe you said, well, I can justify it. No, you can't. No, you can't. No, you can't. Listen, I don't want to argue. I- I've learned my lesson. I know when I get off track, I need to stop. And I need to turn. That's called repentance, by the way. I, I need to turn. I need to ask God's forgiveness. And I need him to show me the right way. I just need to do that. Not keep on like an old hard head and just keep doing what I was doing. Now, I know many of you right now are insulted. You're offended. And perhaps you're reaching for the button. Don't do that. Let me tell you right now. We need revival. We all do. I hope that you'll have it. I hope that you'll get it. I'm praying that South Macomb uh, in the next three weeks as we have kind of a pre-revival message, a pre-revival service, we begin to see those folks become revived. What a wonderful thing, Macomb, uh, in the city of Macomb, if we were to have real lasting revival that that changed lives, touched hearts and souls, and and moved upon people. But to do that, we've got to get and walk on the right way. Got to get right with God, walk the right way. Number two. We need revival because we have entertained the wrong thoughts. We just, I'm telling you right now, we've allowed our minds to become filthy places. We have, we have, we have, we have, we have. I'll never forget 
years ago we had a revival in uh, Greenville Springs Baptist Church, my first church, uh, as staff member. We had a guy come in and preach revival, did a great job, did a great job. But in one of the illustrations, he talked about when something becomes sin. And I thought, okay, well, that's that's interesting. When does something become sin? And I and I looked and I thought, well, okay, he's going to talk about lying, maybe, or stealing, or whatever. But that's not what he talked about. He talked about driving down the the highway in Biloxi and Gulfport. I think it's Highway One, but I could be I could be wrong. But there's a highway there in Biloxi and Gulfport where the beach is. And uh, this is what he said. You know, the first time you go down the highway in Biloxi and Gulfport, you're going somewhere. You're on your way. That's not sin. There's nothing wrong with that. You got, you know, that's it. and you're going to see women in bikinis or ladies in bikinis and things like that. that was, you know, I, you know, I don't know why they talk about, you know, men looking at women. Apparently, apparently women never look at men like that. I, I don't know. But anyway, he said that first time you go down the road, you're good. It's OK. He said, and, you know, maybe for another reason, you have to go for a second turn and, and there's a legitimate reason. And you're OK. He said, but let me tell you something, buddy. And he put the hammer down. Let me tell you something. That tenth time you go down that highway to look at going down that beach, you better realize you have sin in your life. Now he didn't say it this way. I'm saying it that way because you entertain the wrong thoughts. Our world today. Am I hollering at you? I don't know if you can tell. I got this tendency to holler sometimes when I get excited. Our world today focuses on the wrong thoughts. Oh my gosh. Every time you, you know, I don't know how many of you have Facebook. I obviously have Facebook because I, I post a lot of these on Facebook. But every time I turn on my Facebook now, they've got the picture of some actress or athlete or uh, singer. I don't know, singer, celebrity, whatever. And, they, you know, they they forgot most of their clothes in their closet or whatever it is. Or, you know, they've got their, their uh, what is the big thing? They have some of the bikini pictures or whatever it is. And you see it all the time. Look, I don't know where these things come from. It's just a pandemic. And I've said this before. No one's giving me a way to take this stuff up. I get some of the craziest things on my news feed. You know, updates or National Geographic and all kinds of stuff. And CNN, my gosh, who listens to but who believes anything CNN says? You say, Brother Danny, that's accusatory. That's offensive. I'm just telling you. I've never seen. I, I don't listen to a lot of broadcast news, watch a lot of broadcast news to try to read and keep up with the news. But, oh, my gosh, if there's ever been a more biased news group, I don't know who they would be, but okay. But anyway, I get all these headlines down, all these updates from these people, and I can't get rid of them. I say every time I go to my Facebook, you know, National Geographic, CNN, uh, all these places, and then pictures of celebrities in bathing suits or or whatever else, mini dress, I don't know. Oh, come on. Well, that's why we need revival. Because we have allowed ourselves to entertain the wrong thoughts. And the world keeps sending them and we keep, well, we keep focusing on them. And we need to change that. We need to do something about it. And, and until we do, uh, we're not going to have what we need to have. Well, I'm going to do uh, one more. <laughs> we're going to probably, we're probably going to do this all week. Uh, yeah, I'm going to do one more. Then. <laughs> so number one, we refuse to walk the walk, the right walk. Number two, we've entertained the wrong thoughts. And number three, we have visualized the wrong things. That's right. We don't have revival because of the things we think about, because of the things we see in my mind or see in our minds or whatever. I said my mind because I, I was going to share an illustration with you. I was a world-class daydreamer when I was in school. I mean, world-class. I could be sitting in class and looking out the window and uh, just be thinking about somewhere else. i never forget in ninth grade, I took, uh, I, I took Algebra 1. 
and uh, a teacher was really nice. She was a nice teacher. She was a good teacher. I didn't learn nothing in that class, though, because that that class, that particular class, uh, you, the windows would be open, the blinds would be open, may not even have blinds, may have been nowhere to cover it. But the main road that ran by Central High School, I could see, not Hooper Road, but Sullivan Road. And uh, and I could see traffic pass, and I was, oh, oh, gosh, I wonder where they're going. I wonder what it like be to go down the road, and all this kind of stuff. I just, I just focused on that. Now, I did pass. For those beginning to think I failed, I did pass. Algebra one. No, I have no clue how I did that. <laughs> I, I, I do not know how I passed that class. I do know that I spent an awful lot of time looking out the window, thinking the wrong thoughts. We need revival because that's one of the things we do. And we're going to pick up the next time we're together. I, I don't know. I'll have to decide if it's tomorrow, if you want to talk again tomorrow, whatever. But I'm going to finish this this week. This is part one of why we need revival. You say, you didn't tell us that to begin with, because I didn't know it was going to take me this long to get that far. You say, well, you got off track. Well, I never said I don't chase rabbits once in a while. I never said that uh, you listen to me and you'll always, you know, just stay on the perfect path, perfect road, and we'll never chase a rabbit. I just never said that because that would be a lie to you, and I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> so... <laughs> I am glad that you were here. I hope that you listen up. You tell other people. Oh, and listen, we need revival. We really do. And those first three things, they just, you know, they're the, what's the old say? They are the tip of the iceberg. I believe if we can find a way to revive our churches, and I don't care how big they are, and I don't care how small they've become, if we could find a way to revive our churches. And, and I think a service like last night, we see four people baptized. I would think that would help, but if it doesn't change a life, if it doesn't encourage a person, if it doesn't bring alive uh, something that happened, I was I was blessed yesterday. I, I saw where our former church, Green Creek, some new people joined. That's awesome. It's wonderful. They're great. I happen to know them. They're wonderful folks. I'm so excited. They've been there for a while, attending, and finally realized, hey, you know what? We're going to officially become members, and I'm so thankful for that and so glad and so proud of them. I think a lot of us said that to me, you know, knowing these guys, I believe God moved them to do that. Well, a lot of us just simply need to do what God showed us to do. That's why we need revival. We haven't been doing that. I hope today as we have started uh, in this topic, this study uh, that you have thought, okay, maybe I need revival. What you do? Let's focus on those first three things right there. We'll be back uh, this week and, and uh, finish this up. You know, why we need revival part two. And uh, I don't know if we'll get to it or not. I, I've also, I might as well, I might as well commit to it now. I'll commit to it now. I'll give it to you after we finish. Why we need revival, how to have revival, and uh, and how to make sure that you are, you know, doing everything you need to do with fire for the Lord. Listen, I appreciate you listening to us. This has been and is DK Ministries Podcast, Proclaiming the Word Podcast. And today, (laughs) we have looked at a passage of scripture uh, that reminds us, hey, you know what? We need to break up the hardest of our hearts. And we need to seek the Lord because it's time for it. Well, how about your life? Do you have revival? You need Listen, before we go, I think we'd be amiss if we didn't stop for a moment. Look, I've got people I know, people I care for, people I love deeply. Uh, I got some friends, long-time acquaintances. Man, I'm telling you, this this second variant or whatever it is of this um, virus or whatever, you can say what you won't, think what you won't, believe what you will. 
man, this stuff is everywhere. It's, it's really, 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 really going right now. Friend of mine's church, first one I heard of it. I don't know this only one that's happened. Nice church, big church. Uh, they they had some so many sicknesses in their church yesterday that they took a day off. I don't know that it helped. I hope that it would. I hope they didn't go back to where churches are closing their doors again. I hope they didn't go back where closing the uh, economy down and all that stuff. Don't know. Hope not. Uh, I hope that just doesn't happen again. But also want to pray for these people who are having, uh, you know, trouble with the virus here. And whether it be the new variant, O strain, and I know that uh, I was at a meeting the other day. They said 85% of it is this new variant. I, I think if you get it, you got it. And I don't guess you care if it's the new strain or the old one. You got it. You got to deal with it. And I know a number of people right now. I'm not going to name their names. I, but we're praying for them, praying they get better. Some in the hospital, we're praying for them, praying they get better, praying for their families. Because once again, uh, hospitals have kind of, you know, shut down a little bit, kept people from coming in, especially for COVID patients. COVID patients, they don't get to come in the room. And I know this is a family member. Oh, right now, that's just hard. Their loved ones in the hospital, they can't be there. That's just a difficult thing. So we lift up those who are sick and the suffering. Uh, from the virus, we lift up those families who are having to deal with uh, what that means in today's world, and we are praying for today's church and today's church members who need revival. And yes, we would love it if people uh, from the outside in the in the world come into the kingdom because we are revived and feel revival. Well, listen, I have gone way past where I needed to, wanted to go or shot to, you know, kind of had a target, so I kind of missed my target this morning. We'll look for. But I, I, I hope that you'll overlook that. And I hope that you've enjoyed it. Let us know what you think. Now, listen, here's the best way to do that. DSPreacherMan at gmail.com, all lowercase. DSPreacherMan at gmail.com. Easy to remember. It's all lowercase. Danny Smith PreacherMan at uh, gmail.com. That's what it is. DSPreacherMan at gmail.com, all lowercase. Or you can contact us through the Facebook, as my friend says. And uh, looks up DK Ministries. Let us know. City Square Request. And we'll send that. Listen, we are glad. We are thrilled. We are excited to talk to you this morning. And I hope that we'll be back. And I hope that you'll listen. And I hope that you'll uh, let us know what you think. This has been DK Ministries Proclaiming the Word Podcast. I am Danny Smith. I am your Bible teacher. And I am thrilled that you have tuned in today. God bless you. We love you. We'll see you next time.